Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, what's up? It's your girl, Tamara, a.k.a. Girl from Harlem. What's up, everybody? This is Ray Daniels, a.k.a. The Culture Referee. I think we need to give an applause when Tamira says her name also, but okay. And this is The God Show. Whoop, whoop. Let's get Wait, it. no, I want to ask something because I randomly asked you this right before we started shooting. So I just kind of want to know now the real answer. So if you were a WWE wrestler, what song would you come out to? Like, what would be your intro? Um, The first thing I thought about is I did the TED Talks. I don't know why I didn't come out. And when I did it, I came out to Kanye West Power. That is your song. That's your jam. I just think... No one man should have all this power. Like, you don't want to fight that guy. Speaking of, you just came from a video shoot. Tell me about it. So what artists were you working with? What were you doing? Um, I was, our artist Kane, the love child. Was Shout out to video. Kane. Um, yeah, he was shooting a video and, you know, it was fun. It was, it's all good. You know, I don't really like to talk about what I do because I feel like that's what everybody does. I'd rather just talk and then you ask yourself, what the fuck does he do? So what are you looking for when you go to video shoots? When I go to a video show, I don't look for anything. What do you mean? What do you like, mean? Like, so if you're if you're when managing a video, an artist, and what are you looking for to make a good video? Like, what are the components that make a good video to you? I think that when you see a video, it should it, it should define instantly who the artist is or what the next twelve to eighteen months of their life is gonna look like. Uh, the first video I could think about in my head is Missy Elliott's "Stand the Rain" video. It was like. She's a big girl. She had on a fat suit. She had to, it was like, you knew that this girl was different from everybody else. You knew that this girl was not like anyone else. And when her video dropped, it kind of showed you who she is still to this day. She's still the queen of music videos. So for me, I always say when an artist does a video, don't just do a video. When Nelly did his um, down, down, baby, like he did it. He had a St. Louis uh, uh, jersey on. He had the St. Louis uh, arch. arch behind him. You knew he was from St. Louis. When you shoot a video, it should tell us who you are. I always say I should be able to watch your video on mute and be able to guess what you are from watching your video on mute. That tells me everything. That's dope. I never thought about that. And I totally agree with you. Missy was literally life-changing in a world of videos. When she came out, it was like, she's just, I mean, bro, like, even, like, no one, no female has a better catalog of music videos than her. She's been different, but that's my point. When you've seen a video, you saw it, like, oh, shit. You had to pay She's different. She's not like them. I'm so tired of seeing videos where everybody holding their money up. Like, it's like, bro, who are you, though? The props don't make you. That's what we want to know. Who are you? Thank you. And that's what the video says. So today's Tuesday. So it's New Music Tuesday. Oh, we do that? Yes, we're going to do it. Um, So what is the best... Well, I doubt you even know what new music came out this week because you're so busy and you have a bunch of things to pay attention to. But I would say... 80,000 songs get uploaded to Spotify every day. Every single day. 80,000 songs. Zero comma, zero, 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 comma, zero, zero, zero. My question oh, no, is, like I thought about something. something. I thought about something. In today's market, is it possible to make a classic album where 
you because you got to think about it. You drop an album, one album, twelve songs, sixteen songs, and you really need to live with it for like at least a month and a half, two months of only that album to be like, damn, this is classic, right? Or at least a month. When Get Richard Die Trying came out, that was the only rare case where it was instant classic. But Fifty was so hot. But in today's market, how do you determine? Is it possible to make a classic album? I think Summer Walker had a classic album recently. And since she's dropped, thirty billion songs have dropped since then. I agree, but that <laughs> no, no. I'm just I'm trying to say, like in the, in the in the in the world of algorithms, how do we make classic albums? I think that we need to ask ourselves that in the world of algorithms, how do we make classics? That's the question. Like you say, make music for the people that you. I don't know, to. man. It's crazy. I feel like I feel like the new classics is a, a series. The classics go out fast. It's kind of like it's not like what it used to be. It's not like long. It's longevity, but it's like who can be it now and kind of still. Yeah, but a classic lasts the test of time. You can still go to a club. And you're going to hear Big Papa come on in the club. You're going to hear uh, One More Chance come on in the club. One More Chance has been such a hit that it's been made a hit in three different decades. Like... I was going to wait for this, but what? since you want to bring it up... Go ahead, I'm sorry. I, I was going to I was gonna smooth into this, but since we're here... Go ahead. It's Top 3 Tuesday. Ray it's, hates it's the Top 3. But top I don't 5. Care. No, I don't want to do Top 5. I, like I want to do five. 3. 3 makes you have to think. You got to cut some people out. Everybody's not allowed on an island. So you got to kick some people off. So it makes the decision a lot harder. It's Top 3. What are we doing? Top 3 what? Since you're from Atlanta. Yes, I am. So the question is, what are the three biggest songs that come out of Atlanta ever? Not just like... In the past 10 years, like... Okay, so this is going to be controversial. And Well, that's what we do. The, the three biggest songs that come out of Atlanta, to me, to me, is... Number one is Pastor Troy, No More Players. <laughs> that record, literally, No Limit was the biggest record label in the world. And then this dude from Atlanta, Georgia, dropped No More Playing GA... And I was at that birthday bash when Master P was performing. And the whole time he performing, the whole audience was yelling, we ready. I was there. I was in the, I was in the grass standing. I think I might have snuck in, but I was there. So I would say no more playing GA. Um, I'm going to say DG Liola ain't going to let up. See? You don't even know that. I knew, ain't gonna I knew let this up. was going to happen. Oh, ain't don't gonna act let up. like now. If you got to be, like, if you really, really, really from the city, you got to understand what I ain't gonna let up is like that's like that's like a that's like a Negro spiritual like when All that right. shit comes on and I'll be the crazy part is that I don't even love I ain't gonna let up like that like I didn't love that song shout out to Jamin but DG Yola ain't gonna let up and my third one Negro spiritual from Atlanta knuck if you buck thank you because it was gonna be a problem speaking of what <laughs> What the fuck is you doing something list. different now? No, because we argued this all day. Okay. So I just want you to see what we... This is what we came up with. And then shout out to Johnny because he was absolutely Okay, right. so let me so let me explain something to you about Atlanta. Atlanta, we take pride in being Atlantans, right? Yeah, so, so that was So hit me out. So hit me out. So obviously Outkast, Bombs of a Baghdad, Outkast. But Outkast was a world... Outkast was a worldwide phenomenon. Right, so Outcast was a worldwide phenomenon. So, 
it's kind of hard to take pride in Outkast because the whole world loved Outkast. Same with Luda. Same with Welcome to Atlanta. That's obviously that's obviously something that people gonna say. But I'm telling you now, ain't gonna let up. Nuck if you buck. And pass the Troy. No more playing GA. We got one right, y'all. The team. That's all we wanted was to get one that Ray might have said. We knew you were gonna get. I mean, you got. I mean, hold listen. Up. Now, now, if you say records, but you if you say albums coming out of Atlanta, I don't. I don't think. So I think Soul Food is one of the most important albums coming from Atlanta. Goody Mob. I would say Outkast, uh, AT Aliens, and then the third one I would say is uh, Ti Trap Music. So what did those albums do for the culture that make you feel like those? To me, those albums were staples that made when you drop an album from your city and it goes to the outside world. It's like how people judge you. Like when you think about when I think about Harlem, I I think about Dipset. Yes. Like, you know, what I'm saying like I think about Mace Harlem world like y'all got to take that means that that might not be y'all. But that's what we think about. So when you think about Atlanta, I want you to think about Outkast, Goody Mob. T.I. And it's a whole lot more like 2 Chains, uh, Baby, all those guys. But I'm telling you, the city was put on the map by Outkast, Goody Mob. Outkast and Goody Mob put the national radar on Atlanta. T.I. created the genre that is now trap that everybody follows. Like you got Latin trap now because of Tip. So T.I. is... Probably the most important artist in Atlanta history. He definitely made trap music. He probably is the most important artist in Atlanta history, but I mean, he got like seven, eight classics. I mean, not seven, eight classics. He got like three or four real classics, but that's what I would say. Well, we debated this all day, and then there was a lot of factors that came in. So it was like, what songs kind of come from Atlanta artists, but feature other people that's not from Atlanta? Then it was the whole genre situation, and of course, Soulja Boy changed the whole game. Like, it was a big debate. So thank you for. I mean, Soulja Boy uh, cranked that, but it was more of an internet phenomenon. But Soulja Boy was like the he invented viral. But it was an internet phenomenon. It wasn't. It was an internet thing. It was. Does your mother not know how to Soldier Boy? Crank that's what I'm saying. That? But it was a Soldier Boy's. Does crank your daughter that, not what, know how to do? But that? it was an internet phenom- phenom. It was generational as well. Like, no more playing GA was like, what the fuck? And everybody's like, I don't know about that one. That's because you ain't from Atlanta. No, I, I, I. That's because you ain't from Atlanta. Like, dog, Atlanta was booty shake music. Atlanta was Kilo, Raheem the Dream, Booty Shake music. What and was then, a freak Nick And then though? here comes, and then you got to understand the history of Atlanta. We was Booty Shake music, dancing on the floor, like, you know. Wait, you it was, was a like, freak Nick? Yeah. What was, what was, I was the I was song? a kid, though. I was a kid, though. Okay. Tussie Roll. That's what I'm saying, Tussie Roll. Like, those were the songs that was turned up. But here's my, but here's my thing. And then when we wanted to hear gangster music when we lived in Atlanta, we played Play It Fly. 3-6 Mafia All Memphis shit All Texas shit All uh, like UGK That was Atlanta street music New Orleans Dog That's where we got our gangster music from Atlanta wasn't making gangster music like that And the nobody was bigger than Master P And then nobody in the world was bigger than Master P And then here come this kid from Atlanta Hey Hey tell Master P So everybody think they soldier We ready for war it was like it fucked I mean wherever you went in the world If you heard We Ready You knew that was an Atlanta song That was one of our songs Oh so. speaking of So the Falcons just got this new 
I don't know what that Rise Up song is. And the people are really upset because Rotemi, which is a New Jersey native, somehow got the deal to do this Atlanta well, Falcons Ro- song. Well, Rotemi's manager is from Atlanta, Kenny Hamilton. Boo, I'm just saying. Boo, tomatoes. I don't mean to Can put, I I don't mean, I don't mean to put Kenny on blast. I don't mean to put Kenny on blast. But what I'm saying is that I could see Kenny... You know, finessing his way in there, like, yo, y'all should let my guy That's do like it. That's like saying I got the black friend. Like, no, that don't make you black. I'm just saying He's not from Atlanta. that was his connection to Atlanta. How do you feel about the song? You cannot do an Atlanta record or an Atlanta team anything and not include the city's culture. Period. Like, I don't care if you are from Mississippi. You want somebody from Mississippi. If you got three big rappers from there, then you're going to use one of those three. Atlanta got 300 big rappers. You could have called anyone. But Rotimi is family. We did a record on his last EP. So I'm not. No, I'm just being honest. That's my nigga. Like, I fuck with. His okay. manager is my bro. So that's, a, that's the relationship. But I'm just saying, you know, hey. That's not who I If think somebody called me right now and gave me a check to do the <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> song, I'm going to let my guys Go do it. Kansas. I'm going to let my guys do it. I'm just saying. Somebody gave me a check to do it. I'm going to let my guys do it. We got to. It was just a, it was a money play, but that's what that's what happens when I always say the best situations are when somebody's touching the ceiling and somebody's touching the ground. And to me, that was a case where probably everybody was touching the ceiling. No, you gotta you gotta explain that to me a little bit more. Okay, so when you up like like when you think about the largest companies, they are like huge conglomerates, but they still need someone feet on the ground talking to the people. That's what I mean. Like, that means that it was a whole lot of people who was like, Roll Timmy, yes, he fits, checks all the boxes, and he wants to do it. Let's do it. That It was nobody in the room that said, hold on, y'all know he ain't from here, though. But this goes back to you saying that we need people that represent us in the room. Representation is everything. That's I always okay. say that. Representation is everything. Yeah, so we need better Atlanta representatives and <laughs> Atlanta Falcons um, team, clearly. So the Atlanta just- Falcons need to hit me so I can help them. Next time, that's my new answer. Just hit. What Ray. would you do? I would like said, if you had con- creative control over the new anthem. Who would you have picked? I would have picked an array of artists. I would have actually did. Oh, did a blend. No, I would have did like I would have did like uh, Outcast Big Boy version with him and his team. Then I would have did a QC version with them and their team. And then I would have did a a version with Two Chains them and their team. And then let the city debate on who's it. But at Build the end of the day, they all are debating on the Falcon songs. Now the they got to pay us for that because that sounds good. Oh, so they need that to call sounds me. like next year we're going to have a call little me. debate. Um, so we're going to go jump right into trending topics. So, of course, the biggest thing going on on the Internet right now is PNB's death. Yep. Um, RIP to him. Prayers to his family. We've discussed on this podcast plenty of times about rappers and the danger of being a rapper. What are your overall thoughts on what happened, how it went down and how we should move forward? Listen, nobody is happy when you win, but you. I know when you come from nothing, trust me, I've came from nothing, and you get something, the first thing you can't wait to do is circle a block and show those people who you came up with, where you came, how far you've come, but everybody is not happy for your success. And there are some people who know they are never going to achieve what you achieve, so they want to take your shit. So my thing is this, is that I know we take pride in being like, like, I heard I couldn't go back home. Guess when I heard that when I was back home. Okay, I understand that. But why are we killing ourselves every day, busting our ass, working hard, 
to feed our family to leave the hood only to go back. Like, dog, you got to remember the mind of the predators that you grew up with. Dog, nobody wants to see you with shit. So I always say, like, I, I, have a, I always say, don't poke the bear. Yep. You're going to be on flashing money, somebody going to come for it. You're going to be showing off your jewels, somebody going to come for it. That's the game, bro. We all from the hood. We know that already. But some of us feel like, shit, they ain't going to have a problem getting mine. Bro, get that shit up, man. It's all good. The whole point of you are, where you are in life is you can get it again. Get some insurance on that shit. <laughs> Think like a businessman. Get some insurance on that shit. You got robbed in front of everybody. Hey, your pride is fucked up. Cool, whatever. Don't get caught slipping. Bro, you don't go into another man's hood and, and poke the bear. Who the fuck you think you are? Remember, when, uh, I, well, I don't know if you from the hood. I'm from the hood. My so when medium. you so when you from the hood, like when that dude pull up to the hood to pick up a girl from the hood, you know everybody be on the block looking at him like the hood. But people respected me from my hood not to touch none of the dudes I was ever. But with. that's my point. Oh, you were Tamara, you good? But they waiting to see who you with to make sure you good. We know the rules of our culture. We know the rules of our culture. Period. But my thing is this: is that I whoever's making money from rap music, I don't give a fuck. What color, creed, religious, religion you come from You need to be teaching these young brothers How to live their life positively You got to give them game You got to teach them Hey bro, dog, I call all my people Hey, put that shit away Hey, put that shit away I'll be in the room with guns out Hey, put that shit away Nigga, uh, is the Taliban looking for us or something? <laughs> Why all the guns is out? Put that shit away So what role do OGs have in this? Because a lot of OGs feel like they aren't respected by the young kids The problem with our community is that We don't respect OGs unless they got more money than us And mm -hmm. that's whack We gotta stop putting so much respect on money And put just as much respect on experience Because, because just because someone doesn't have it, you can learn just as much from a fool as you can learn from a successful man. Amen. So my thing is, sometimes in our community, it's like, I don't want to hear what the OG got to say. I got more money than him. Hey, bro, he has more life than you. Mm. Listen, shut the fuck up and listen. I don't care if you got more money than me. But then the OG's got to behave a certain way. You can't be out there acting like the young niggas didn't want to get treated like an OG because you older. Thanks. I move like an OG to my community. I don't be out here fucking around doing stupid shit and then be like, you going to respect me. Nah, I move like a, a man's supposed to move and I get respected and treated like a man. I walk in the room. I speak to everybody. I don't care who you are, what's going on. I say hello to everybody because that's what an OG does. I'm leading by example, period. Okay, so yesterday's spice is not today's spice. I don't know if you know about um, Spice Ice. Have you heard about her? Yeah, yeah, she's from Harlem. Uh, she's uh, not James, from Harlem, well, she's but from, she's from New York. She's from the Bronx. She's from the Bronx. Yeah, um, the Bronx and Harlem are very different. James Roseman manages her. He hit me about her. James Roseman. Anywho, I know a manager. So the issue with Spice Ice and what's going on right now is so she's recently become gained a lot of more popular what, what, what's happening i feel like you about to set me up that's, i am not about to set, set you up, up i promise you i'm not about to set you up it's just that spice ice has like so previously her booking fee has been 4k since her popularity and drake um kind of co-signing her and her recent numbers price still went up the price went up respectfully that's not the issue however she is canceling the people who booked her for 4K, like if you booked me for 4K on Friday, that's fucked up. I'm canceling that now because now my price is 10K. That's so she's up. canceling all her 4K bookings and making them either repay it or she's not acknowledging the that's 4K. Fucked up. So how, as a manager and as somebody in the business, how she, should she, she not, navigate? She's not gonna last long. If she do, if she moving like that, she's not gonna last long. I agree. The most important thing to have in the music business 
is relationships. And the people who acknowledge it if before you burn, you Nah, it's not even that. Just relationships. If you burn bridges and you treat people like everything is a transaction, they will treat you like a transaction. And when they treat you like a transaction, you're not going to like it when the price goes down. <laughs> Imagine if somebody paid you 15000 and now you're ice cold, and they're like, man, I don't even want to pay you four. You're going to be going crazy. That's a good way to look Bruh, at it. Bruh, honor your relationships, honor your word. That is one of the four agreements, period. Honor your relationships, honor your word. That's the end. So... I will definitely advise her not to do that. She's going to burn more bridges. And here's the thing that people don't understand is the game don't need you. Mm. The game don't need you. We all, we, everybody huh. watching this, everybody listening. I want y'all to understand something. We need the game. There will be a song on the radio. Every, every rapper right now alive can get on a plane or a spaceship and fly to Mars and tomorrow we'll have more superstars, more rap songs, more rappers on the radio, and more people to celebrate. The game don't need us. The game is built to go on with or without you. So you got to treat the game like you need it every day, and it'll always repay you. But if you treat the game like you bigger than the game, you will, I'll see you. My, my OG Jeff Dixon has a line. He says, won't be around next year. <laughs> he, call, he says, Craig Mac. Won't be, you Craig Mac. Won't be around next year. That's what I would say. That's a good one because I feel like if I was bold enough to see you when you was only at 4K, how dare you now look at me and say, oh, I'm way bigger than that. I'm not even going to acknowledge that. And I saw you before everybody else did. So I thought that was whack of her. That's terrible. So in closing, I just want to wrap up real quickly. So what would you tell people, speaking of Spice Ice, excuse me, Spice Ice, what can you do to prevent yourself from being a one-hit wonder? Uh, commit to the process. I always say, you are usually a one-hit wonder when you change up what you did to get the first hit. Like, we all, are, we all are magicians at our own magic show. So when you find that trick that keeps the people coming, I mean, you know, revamp it, make it a little bit better, but don't go away from the trick. So a lot of the times people become one-hit wonders because they get bigger than their britches. Yeah. All right. So in wrapping up, I just want to get one clear answer for this. What is the number one song out of Atlanta? No more playing GA. I'm gonna say no more playing GA because it gave Atlanta so much pride. Nucky V Buck is a close second, and then third is DG Yola. I literally asked for one, but I'm just saying Nucky Buck Nucky V Buck is a very close second because it got the national fanfare. But if you an Atlantan. And you understand the difference? What's up, big mouth, big talk, big gang, teach pet take? Bruh, Troy, I got to give it to him. All right, once again, it's your girl Tamara, a.k.a. Girl from Harlem. And this is Ray Daniels, the culture referee. Thank you for tuning in to The God Show. Let's go. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.